I hope not. There's like 30 feet. <laughs> hey, listen, I just want to call out one person. And I hate myself a lot. But stuff. You're getting punched in the dick. There needs to be more Street Shark references. I say who. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the underqualified and overcompensated. I, as always, am your host with the least most here at the Amazon packaging warehouse. <laughs> Don't mind me. Santa came early. <laughs> just, they're actually Christmas presents for Ray. They're like just, don't don't mind that. <laughs> Are you the one stealing all the PS5s? Is that, is that the PS5? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I bought my three-year-old a PS5. I thought she'd really fucking appreciate it. <laughs> you don't like all the things that people should be sad that a child won't get a $500 console for Christmas? A child shouldn't have a $500 console. Then that's like minimum. Yeah. Anyway, please continue. Most adults don't have need a $500 console. But to my right, your left is the ever beautiful, the ever just bronze AF Rico Vacation hey. Rico <laughs> Vacation Rico is here now. <laughs> <laughs> Looking fantastic. How you doing, buddy? I'm fantastic. You know, it, uh, it rained today on the island. But, uh, it, it'll be okay, and. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll be back to the uh, the states soon for my really long extended vacation. But uh, yeah, and then I'll be back to my normal setup. I won't be hanging up. Uh, what up, Kenny? I won't be. I won't be <laughs> hanging up my video, my faux video equipment in my uh, <laughs> uh, my hostel bed. Yeah, because I'm in a hostel. That's where. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, they've actually given you a date to come back. Randomly, uh, like seventeenth mm, time. It's a day. <laughs> it's a day question mark. Not, not, not. <laughs> just give you like, hey guys, we'll be going home from like this month to this month. Yeah. Somewhere you in know, there. Tour guides, you know, they, they, they don't always know exactly when things end. They get a, they'll get a hard time eventually and then I'll be able to go back home. <laughs> Tour guides know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> One and a half stars. Would not recommend <laughs> The mimosa bar was just not great. It just (laughs) room service was obscene. I had to turn down my own bed. (laughs) Also, I thought I I think I saw a rat outside. And what kind of hospital does not have co-located bathrooms? (laughs) Obscene. Don't know. Actually, go home. We don't actually know. Never going home. This that's is home pretty much Costa Rica. Yeah, that's any information you get. <laughs> uh, so what's uh what's on your mind? Uh, what's on my mind? Uh, very uh, I'm very pro two A right now, as you should all be. I don't know if you want to start that heavy though. What's on your mind? <laughs> I mean, we can start as heavy as you want. I've named this uh, this episode hashtag not my podcast. Oh, it's not mine either. 
<laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> the amount of people that are uh, that's play on words, you know, hashtag not my president. Um, yeah. Because that's how the presidency works. If you don't want to believe it, it doesn't exist. Um, yeah, like vaccines and STDs and you know global warming. If you just don't believe in it, the universe then gets rid of it. That's exactly how it works. But I mean, so I, I named it hashtag not my podcast this episode because. I have not been watching a whole lot of news. I've been trying to distance myself a little bit, watch the headlines, and that's about it. Um, Usually every morning, every night when I cook dinner, I'll listen to the news. And I've been Mm. taking a break. I got a record player, so I've been listening to my records and just relaxing (laughs) to Queen and the Beatles (laughs) and Kanye West's gospel album, which is actually pretty fucking dope. (laughs) Like, I've just been relaxing, but from my little sneak peeks here and there, um, hashtag not my debt. <laughs> See, you're now absolved from, you're free. You're all good, Andy. You don't, you don't have to worry about it anymore. You no longer owe money to college. <laughs> At least 50000 allegedly, or what is it? whatever what the, whatever the hell he's saying amongst all uh, the... He, he, he went to a good school, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it's more than fifty thousand. He <laughs> <laughs> went to like an actual university. He didn't. He didn't get his uh his lawyer and degree from the community college. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the proposal. So if, I mean, I I haven't I have been actually trying to distance myself from the news as well for like the last week because I'm just kind of burnt out on it. I'm as I'm sure many. Americans or even people around the world are just like, oh my god, is this shit just not? Over well, and it's just repetitive, <laughs> right? It's the same shit over yeah. and over again. Um, yeah. It's President Trump uh, golfing and <laughs> yeah. nonsense about how the election's rigged and stolen from him, and how they're mm-hmm. fighting it. And then the other part of the news, um, just being like, it's it's called like this is it, like the recounts are done. <laughs> And like, there's no, you can't fight it anymore. The recounts are done. Everything's done with, it's going to happen. And then, you know, he's not giving uh, President-elect Biden's briefings and all sorts of information and keeping them out of the White House. It's just, that's, that's all it's been for since the election, since, well, since a couple weeks mm-hmm. after the election, right? For the last two weeks. And I, I say a couple weeks after the election, and it's literally only the end. It hasn't even been a month since the election. Feels like it's been forever. We've been going through this election for six months. Stephen Crowder still got an election fucking discount code on his fucking channel right now, probably. But he keeps saying the election isn't over. See, and that's that's what that's what gets me. The biggest thing is just the sheer, like if you. You can have hope, right? You can have hope that, you know, a recount can switch the votes and stuff like that. You can have hope and be like, you know, I, I do want him to be my president and I hope it does happen. But then th- there's none of that. There's no hope. That's just sheer determination. Like they think if they say it enough, it will come into fruition when they're just like, no, he's our president. He'll stay our president for the next four years. He was the properly elected official. <laughs> Bitch, no, he wasn't. Twice, wasn't he though? Yeah. Wasn't he? No. <laughs> now I'll, I'll I'll say it again. Wasn't he though? <laughs> Did I make it real yet? 
Wasn't like, he though? <laughs> the initial count, he lost. The recount, lost again. <laughs> so the the electoral votes aren't in yet, as far as what I'm tracking in today's. Well, no. So the electoral votes would... they don't come in until December. Yeah. Yeah. So what he's saying is December is when the they electoral meet. College. If the electoral college certifies Joe Biden as the official winner, then at that point he will finally let go. Well, and but he's only saying that because he's legitimately trying to create faithless electors. <laughs> he's already been caught talking to electors, trying to get uh, them to go against their state's voting, which. <laughs> Is not technically legal, but they can be fined. They can be charged with certain things in a lot of other states. I think only two or like maybe five states actually have uh, don't have any regulation saying that the elector has to go with the faith of the of the state. But most states I'd be talking to (laughs) do right, and so he's trying to create faithless electors, which the term itself should deter you immediately. And I and I've watched several conservative like news anchors and just people on the street when they interview and be like, "Yeah, we're going to get those faithless electors." I'm like, "What part of faithless makes you think this is honorable? We should do this." <laughs> like if I was like, "You know what? I just need to swing my faithless commander uh to <laughs> to being on my side." No one would be like yeah, that sounds like a guy I want to be behind. Like, no. <laughs> like, it just doesn't... They're, they're in such a denial. And, and it's because the electoral votes haven't been cast yet. And they're like, oh, we can swing them. Like, you shouldn't try to swing them. They are representatives of that state. They're supposed to vote along with the state. That's the point. If you manage to create those faithless electors, then you're proving your own point that the electoral college sucks and should get taken away. <laughs> <laughs> that's the main fear of everyone that the electors don't have to vote like it's just it's just people fluffing their own dicks hoping that the outcome happens rather than just being like okay we lost you know what I hope the best for Joe Biden I don't like the man I don't like the vice president but they are my president and my vice president now not and yet. I hope that not yet they haven't been inaugurated yet is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're it, right? <laughs> I hope the best for them. And I hope that their next four years go smoothly. They have a great presidency, a great term, and they do great things for the country. Because that's what you yeah, should do for things. every president, regardless of who it is. They're not going to do great things. They're gonna do I mean, probably horrible not. Horrible fucking things. Yeah, I mean, probably not. But if the second, if we made a clone of Hitler and he happened to uh, become president, I would still be like, I hope he does well because I fucking live here. <laughs> all right, I guess uh, I was going to make a joke because maybe better than Biden. But that's, that's a cancel worthy statement, so I'm going to retract that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a strong statement. The bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it works out. <laughs> no, it's just people just kind of living in denial and it's pushing pointing the other finger and like i've watched a few uh interviews of of the guys who like go out to to uh to rallies and protests and they interview the other side right and 
they're they're generally either super conservative going to like a liberal college and asking the college students or they're super liberal going to a MAGA rally. And there was one guy who went to the Million MAGA March and he was interviewing them and he was like, they were all pretty much saying, oh, he's he's our president. He's going to be our president. Uh, You know, they, they stole the election. He's like, well, well, how? And they're like, well, with the media, and you know, he's like, no, 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 I just, like, give me proof. Like, there must be some sort of facts or proof for you to be so determined that this is happening. So, like, give those to me, and maybe you could sway my, my opinion. And they didn't have any, of course. They're just, they're like, oh, they were using Sharpies in Michigan. He's like, which is fine. They can use Sharpies in Michigan. That's perfectly okay. And they're like, any fine tip? <laughs> well, they're like, oh, and there's dead people voting, and he's like, everything. He's like, there's no dead people, and they're like, oh, when the hundred thousand votes in Michigan that all of a sudden populated overnight for for Biden, like, and they're like, uh, fucking fifteen minute period. Well, yeah, and and he's like, well, that was a mistake, and they claimed it was a mistake almost immediately, and they fixed it, and they're like, yeah, but it happened, and they're like, but they fixed it, like, yeah, but it happened, I'm like. That's not voter fraud. That's some dumb idiot pushed a wrong button. Happens all the time. I'll push the wrong buttons all day. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm pressing right now. <laughs> yeah, like, why are you surprised? Literally two years ago, we had a dude who slipped up and pushed the wrong button in Hawaii and freaked everyone out because they thought a missile attack was happening. <laughs> Do you remember that shit? We all forgot that two years ago, some sleepy-ass fucking private hit the wrong button. <laughs> What's this button do, sir? <laughs> he, he's sitting on two. Just... <laughs> oh shit! I, I can I can take this time up until inauguration day to talk as much smack about Joe Biden as I can. Once he's, <laughs> I don't know who this man is, but <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> just bold statements off the bat. <laughs> So let me. Let I don't me know these people. Reasons. Aids and dementia. <laughs> <laughs> let me go through some uh, some reasons there why I, I, I do not think uh, Joe Biden is is great for for the country. I, I hope he has a, a great uh, run as president. A, uh, and his, may his first son be a manly son. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Did he give him a Viking blessing. Like yes. Like right, we, we so, do hope so, that he does his best because that's what's best yes. for the country, right? But then, realistically, in our own opinions, we do not have high hopes. And here let, are these let's points. Start with, <laughs> let, <laughs> let's start with let us start with fossil fuels. Do we need to maybe escalate? <laughs> I like this guy. Do we need to escalate uh, science to find alternative sources of energy? Yes, we do. But but if we go ahead and now start banning sales of new electric vehicles because of the fossil fuels and just all that nonsense. Banning sales of that, new gasoline vehicles is what you're saying. Yes, which is already happening yep. in California uh, and is, is looking to move forward to the fucking just sweeping the nation at some point. If you think about that, that's again going to be another tax on people that can't afford 
electric vehicles. So then gas is going to get more expensive. Now that's on the civilian side. So at this point now you've got people that can't afford electric vehicles. They also can't afford to fill up the gas in their vehicles that are still on the road maintained and they just can't move forward. So that, that's already a tax on the lower class American people. And the now, impact been, on the car market, which employs mm-hmm. a bunch of people. So there's less sales yeah. in one of the largest states in the union. Right. Which means that there's less revenue going into these cars companies, which means they have to lay off a bunch of workers, which means that Detroit's about to get fucked again. But that's cool. Fuck Detroit, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I I do believe that that (laughs) I do believe that we need to we do need to accelerate our, our science in order to move on to something else. But but just doing the hard line is only going to hurt people in a lower class, middle to lower class situation, right? So let's not even talk about the civilian side any longer. (laughs) Let's go to the military side. All right. So Rhodes, you're in the military, right? (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Does, does (laughs) any vehicle, does any vehicle run? Do we have any electric vehicles in the military? Dude, our fucking pencil sharpeners aren't even electric. They run off JP8. <laughs> <laughs> My so laptop now, runs off JP8. <laughs> so now the operational cost of the military is going to go up. Now we're going to have to move forward with new vehicles that will eventually have to go to a new power plant because gas will become so expensive for the military that yeah. it, it's going to increase operational costs drastically, limiting they're limiting the military as an effective force. Yeah, and if you're sitting now, there thinking, "Oh, just convert everything to electric," you don't know how large these vehicles are, <laughs> and how large an engine. Let's just say for a striker, because the two of mm-hmm. us are very familiar with these vehicles. Too familiar. Yeah, the engine of a striker is the size of your Fiat. Reasonably. Right, <laughs> and My the vehicle weighs, fiat. yeah, it, a fiat, <laughs> and the vehicle weighs seventeen tons, seventy tons. I always get that mixed yeah, up. Yeah, some ridiculous. Yeah, a ridiculous amount of tons. It's <laughs> so armored. many tons. It's so many All tons. All the tons. <laughs> All the tons. It has the most tons. But my point is, it's very heavy. Could you imagine? The so, size of the electric motor would have to be to move this vehicle. Like electric cars are notoriously light for that fucking reason. And, and of course they cut down on the weight because the size of the engine is much smaller. But then the weight is also reduced due to other resources. So if you take a vehicle, which literally a, a car, a majority of the weight is the engine, right? Rico mechanic. Mm-hmm. A car is in the, it's yeah, usually the majority in the of the weight is the, engine. the back third. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah the majority cool. of the weight of the of the eh. vehicle. In a striker or a military vehicle, the engine is not the heaviest part. Not even remotely the heaviest part no. of the fucking vehicle. The ramp on the back of the striker weighs more than the fucking engine. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of the the size of it is just ridiculous. So of course, we would have to maintain gas vehicles like you're saying which then makes it yeah. i mean kind of opens up if you limit the gas use 
for the rest of the country because then it means that we can use all of the fuel that we have for military use. Mm-hmm. And we don't use gas. We use JP8, which is fucking diesel fuel. So there's that. It's all, it's all, it's all coming from the – it's all petroleum-based fuels, yeah. fuels. So we're talking about gas, but all <laughs> petroleum-based fuels. So do I think that the striker, since we're talking about that specific platform – do I think the striker could benefit from an electric engine? Yes, in the fact that they're so operationally loud. Imagine that thing. Oh, a Prius <laughs> the, striker? <laughs> a Prius striker going through the woods. It would be a woods. true recon vehicle now. Yeah, at that point it would be. But the opposite <laughs> side of that is what happens if they're, if those vehicles or any military vehicle is now electric and it's now in the theater of war. One vehicle with battery pack gets blown up. It's going to take minimum two, three days for that fire to go off. And it's a pretty fucking violent heat. So imagine a motor pool now. A motor pool where a vehicle goes up on fire in the fucking motor pool, which happens maybe too fucking often. Now imagine that happening in the fucking stable with a bunch of vehicles. And all those vehicles are now not operationally safe because we're waiting for the battery packs to explode in those vehicles. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Or so, think about it this way, right? If a striker or a vehicle runs out of gas oh in the God. field, <laughs> what do we need to do? We fill it up with gas. Yeah. And if, if we're it dies, doing a convoy, yeah. If it dies, we, have we now have to tow that battery? vehicle. We can't just recharge it. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire bottom half of the of the engine compartment is just going to be one gigantic fucking battery because I know the army and I know how they're going to do it. They're not going to do small batteries and like multiples <laughs> of them. They're going to make a battery the size of a fucking dresser and put it in that truck <laughs> to where you have so to now, use a crane to remove it. <laughs> so now in just this specific topic alone, you have attacks on the middle lower class civilian side. You have yeah, we operational deep down the military rabbit hole there, but either way. Yeah. You also have on the military side, operationally, costs are going to be astronomical. Those vehicles will be built by the lowest builder, the lowest bidder, like normal anything in the government. The wish.com. And th- <laughs> hey, this striker's this small. That's not how it looks in the picture. Why is this striker got a dildo on it? <laughs> really close zoom. Could you imagine? Oh. You can. Andy, and so you it's just not have fun. to use another I've had, one. I've had to do it through the Alps, and it's not great. Yeah, so you you just we, <laughs> oh, we have specific uh, we have a specific system. We have tow bars that basically we just have another striker or something of similar size, a, a Bradley, a tank, whatever can actually tow it. A Humvee, eh, it's not going to work out, <laughs> but it's too heavy. And the Humvees are gutless wonders anyway. Your Prius actually has more horsepower than a Humvee. <laughs> But yeah, you just so, take the striker, you put the bars on the back, attach it to the front of the striker, uh, throw the transfer case into neutral pretty much, and then it just toes. It is a 75-step process. Which is and, made easier with a gas can. We learned I learned way too late. But oh, setting the bars up on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you use the ropes and you duct tape the ropes to the bars. Uh, be- oh, dude, that fucking class was ridiculous. And I think actually Grant was a part of that class. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked him afterwards, I was like, what the fuck was up with the ropes where we just duct taped it? And, he- <laughs> and he's like, dude, I don't fucking. 
Hey, w- welcome so, to uh, the Whiskey Saber recovery course. <laughs> so we covered the civilian side. We covered the military side on how the the very Chekhov is going hard right now. I don't know what yeah, I'm not going to show yeah, that. I um, yeah, I'm not showing that. I bypassed that one. You do, so either, we buddy. How, how fossil fuels, the just cutting out fossil fuels very quickly hard line is going to affect the civilian side. It's going to affect the military side. Back to civilian side. Now we have truckers that their livelihood depends on, on their on their vehicle. But a lot and of so the truckers... So yours because there goes the supply chain. Yeah. Now, then you have these truckers that a lot of them, in order to make good money, they own their own vehicles. They maintain their, their truck and they may not work for a company. So at this point, they will be phased out. They will not have their livelihood because we're doing, doing this hard line. Again, do I think we need to move forward in science? Yes, I do. But the, the hard line is going to make things very difficult for the civilian side and the, and the military side. <laughs> well, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Right now, we're, 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 I'm just going through my – if you're just joining us, Grant, I'm just going through my list of why I don't think uh, Biden's great for the country, at least initially based on his campaign promises. i gotta, I got to say all this shit before he gets inaugurated and he's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fossil fuel thing is and, – and there is a way to do it. And, mm. and obviously, like, I'm not running for president. I don't have the answer, but I believe that there is a way to, to fully switch over to electric vehicles, which obviously would be better mm. for everything. And I – it's a it's a slow progression. Yeah. I don't think in four years you can have the whole country switch. I would love for it to happen and not tank the economy, tank our supply <laughs> chains for food. And that that's what a lot of people also don't recognize, right? With that is if if anything, anything affects truckers. Like everyone takes truckers for granted. We hear the jets uh, flying over Costa Rica. <laughs> but if anything affects the supply chain with the truckers, then there goes your food. That's why there, when COVID started, there was a food scarcity. Not that we didn't have enough food, but the supply chain of the truckers to from the, the plants or the farms to the stores was getting in the way because of uh, COVID-19. Right. It was that's why Walmart couldn't restock fast enough because their supply chain got in the way. And that's the difference between a first world and a third world country is there are supply chains. So. And it's going to have to take a long time because big oil uh, is going to be an issue. Having the fact that they are so deeply embedded into politics. (laughs) It is ridiculous. But then also we brought it up in the podcast. Uh before electric batteries are just as bad for the environment as um gas because yeah you're not drilling and you're not uh you know releasing things into the air but the uh fucking lithium that you have to mine is extremely harmful oh yeah and what vehicles are they using to mine those lithium mines Gas. <laughs> because you can't run a fucking huge fucking 
backhoe the size of your house yes people if you've ever watched a video of a backhoe in a mine those the tire is 15 feet tall <laughs> they are the size of your house you can put your house in the back of one of those industrial <laughs> gold mining backhoes that mm. you can't run that on electric it's too goddamn big it's a it's it's a crazy it's a crazy situation and again it's a it's a tax on the on the middle and lower class, the working family, and also just, I think, operationally for the military. It's I'm going to let Rico continue with his points. I'll be back. Uh-oh. I do this show by myself right now. So, point two. I hope he comes back quick. I'm gonna. It's going to be like rough for me to argue with myself. Okay, so point two, Second Amendment. Yeah. Yeah. So, the most recent thing I heard, I uh, did uh, been following the news last. I posted on my own Facebook a uh, <clears throat> a video from Colian Noir talking about also that this buyback is for weapons AR-15 style. It's also going to be a, a tax on the poor itself, and I, I wholeheartedly agreed with that. It's going to be a situation where people who may need weapons to protect themselves aren't going to be able to afford it. Anything over 10 rounds is going to require an NFA stamp. It's it's shocking to me how, how quickly they just want to go into and just remove things that are like that from the Constitution. And then they talk about, well, if you need more than 10 shots to hunt, then you're not a good hunter. I don't think this is a hunting situation. We're talking about being prepared if we find ourselves in a situation where the government no longer sustains us. What they're doing is removing the weapons that we would have equal, and I use equal very loosely because obviously we won't have anything equal to a military force in that scenario. So you're taking away things with high-capacity magazines, allowing people to protect themselves. And I think it's, it's very, very short-sighted. It's like, so he thinks, yeah, the government's not going to go bad while he's in. Then people aren't prepared after him. Because we never know what's going to happen. We can't say nothing's going to happen in America because... It's happened so many other places, and anything could fucking change. Again, it would be a, a wholeheartedly agree that it would be a tax on the poor. The fact is, people that are rich, they're going to have, they're going to have bodyguards that have weapons. <laughs> the politicians have bodyguards. The president has secret service. These people are surrounded by weapons and want to take away the weapons of the people. And that's that's crazy to me how hard they are, are pushing it. The buyback of the guns. How can you buy something back that, uh, that you didn't pay for? The government didn't give us these weapons. So buyback is a, is a very, like that term kind of triggers me. It's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, BLM and Antifa are secretly a part of Illuminati. I don't know. Anything's possible. It's 2020. 
<laughs> it is. <laughs> so I just think it's uh it's it's a crazy situation that the first step, the big one of the big campaign promises is is just taking weapons away from people. One percent of all gun violence is from AR-15 style weapons. There's more gun violence from handguns. Nobody's talking about taking away handguns. And there's not even a there's not even a situation where they're talking about like let's try to make things I don't know somewhat better. So they make you pay for a $200 NFA stamp for any magazine over fucking 10 rounds for any fucking AR-15 style weapon. And again, it's it's absolutely insane. Like at least uh, maybe this is short-sighted on my part, but maybe they should allow vets and first responders to be able to be separated from all that. Because if things go down, People are going to be looking towards people with prior experience to help them in that situation. And maybe somebody out there should be exempt from taking everyone's fucking shit and being prepared. I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot the past few days. And the whole situation is just crazy to me. Who's out there? Who's got a question? I don't know much about... And BLM and Antifa being secretly a part of the Illuminati. <laughs> what was it? The second coming came. You guys would be my first choice. <laughs> All right. Grant says it's not about the statistics. They're using this shock factor that mass shootings with ARs have to either score a face value only when or to legitimately remove people's means to defend themselves from a tyrannical government. Mm -hmm. I'm with it. It's a... Uh, I don't know. Rhodes apparently is aggressively pooping, but I think he might be back. You missed my whole speech, though. There's not really... That came off as a me on a soapbox I didn't miss situation shit. with nobody, I was with nobody to rebut. the whole time. <laughs> So I didn't miss a damn thing. I apologize, so people. I was aggressively pooping, and I feel comfortable <laughs> letting you all know that. We're, we're all family here. Yeah. So and I, I hate you... having to step out in the middle of the podcast. It's very unprofessional, but I was trying to play the can I make it game, and it hasn't been good for me <laughs> all morning. I, I, I've left my Joe at the screening table for most of the morning while I settle my own fucking life problems in the got, bathroom got the Rona. for most got of the day. Rona. No, it's just, you know, bad dietary things. Some coffee, energy drinks, and cigarettes with some defect eggs didn't equal out my body. So, uh. <laughs> the U.S. with its current gun laws will never fall from an outside source. It can only collapse other than that is 100% accurate. Even that back in the 1940s, there was a, uh, that Japanese general who was quoted. That we could never win a land battle with the United States because behind every blade of grass is a weapon. Even back in the 1940s and 50s. So a... a, a uh, what am I trying to say? An independent group did a, uh, a study slash survey 
trying to estimate the amount of guns in in the U.S. Uh, this was recent. This was in like the last week. The results came out. There was like 430 million. So we're we're doing pretty well individually. And just think of how much money the government's going to make when they said they weren't going to tax the poor in this new administration. But they're going to, for every magazine, every single magazine that's over 10 rounds, they're going to charge you 200 bucks. But it's just for, for, you, fucking, for, a tax for future uh, purchases, right? Obviously, no. it would be near impossible for them to figure out who has already bought them. Well, if you're if you're registered, yeah. Well, no, the the weapons registered, but not the magazine. So the weapon, think about it. The weapon, if you had, if you know what weapon it is, then you would already know how many rounds this weapon holds. Well, nobody's I mean, buying a, no one's buying a magazine with less capacity. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, though, but let's say for handguns, right? Mm -hmm. Some handguns come standard nine rounds. Or eight mm. plus one, or nine plus one, mm. but then it's very right next to that same magazine. It has one that's an extended fifteen, or mm. fourteen plus one, right? Yeah. So, like, I feel, yeah, for the ARs, if it's registered, it's it's easy to say. You know, obviously, you don't have a fifteen round magazine for an AR. Very rarely have I ever seen anything, <laughs> anything like that count for like an AR uh, magazine. But so yeah, but like like pistol. I'm not. Like, I'm not gonna put Grant on blast right now. If you're in the chat, you you can see this. You're telling me you don't got no thirty round mags, right? <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, for my for yeah no, I have a shit ton of. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying that it's almost impossible for them to count them. Mm. But what if I'm you get pulled over? I don't have any. I, bitch, I got one like right around. What? What? What if? You, what if you're going hunting? You get pulled over for a for a random I don't know taillight out. The cops now check your vehicle because I don't know they think something's fishy and they have the right to to search without you know whatever. So now they search your vehicle. They find even even better, even better. This all happens, right? I've got a soldier. This is all hypothetical, lives off post. He needs to bring in his kit, his or her kit, with all their magazines to get ready for the field. They get pulled over. Now they got to be hassled by the cops because they got a 30-round mag in there, which is part of their workload. What happens then? Or that soldier, one of, the, one, of the, one of the mags falls out of his kit in the trunk. He doesn't see it. He gets pulled over in civilians. And now he's got a 30-round mag and gets picked up by the cops. You see, I mean, that, this is why I was well, talking about like, maybe maybe military vets, first responders should be exempt from this this situation. I mean, yeah, that that, that makes sense. I, in that specific situation, I, I'm saying yeah, but that's why I was saying it for it'll be for um like they'll tax you at the counter when you buy the magazine or something like that. I think right, like that, the gun stores will be that, selling that, that, the stickers. Or something like that. I don't think they can then tax the the later, the priorly purchased ones because it's practically impossible. Other than pulling every single person over and checking inside their cars, you would have to go to every single person's house and be like, "How many magazines you got? We got to look." Like it, it's impossible <laughs> to do it. But then you you have that situation where like if you do get pulled over, like it's going to have to have that sticker on there. 
So then people have to Great, go out and a buy lot of good a pack of some stickers. Reason, I can't. <laughs> I can't post. I can't tap on comments like I normally can right now. I don't know what's going Wait, on. I thought you've been doing it the whole end. time. I, I have been, but for some reason, the last four things, unless we're getting like. <laughs> so See, some just, states do have go. military ID holder exceptions. I know, like in Idaho, for example, for me to get my concealed carry, all I literally have to go do is go talk to the sheriff, show him my ID, and I get my concealed carry license. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, that will work for me. Yeah. <laughs> My dick is also uncircumcised. <laughs> I appreciate your astute observations. <laughs> hey, you're still you're still watching, so good on you. You say whatever you want in there. Just keep watching. <laughs> Share, like, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, of course, the, the gun thing is what most people are worried about with the Biden uh, presidency. Mm-hmm. And as we've discussed a thousand times, they're not going to take uh, they're not going to take your guns away. They physically cannot do that. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, you still got love. See? Yeah, I know. I'm cute as shit. <laughs> so that, that, those are those are my two big things i think uh the aggressive removal of of fossil fuels is something that's going to again tax the middle lower class affect the military operationally and just uh, the removal of the potential removal the <laughs> the potential removal or the potential taxing will also, again, from an administration that said they weren't going to tax the poor, this is a, this is very straightforward. A tax on the poor. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's insane to me. Uh, this, but it's roundabout to where it's not going to affect the um, his voter base who doesn't who's not going to research into it. Right. It's a roundabout way. It's not a direct mm-hmm. tax. He's remo- he's removing the main tax of income and then circumventing around and putting these little taxes that people won't notice. Just little tiny things. So, uh, Oh, Hey, send, send Grant a, a damn, uh, invite. I'm okay with this. I have some very strong. opinions. That's never, I'm, that's I'm never good with that omen. <laughs> Duncan, <laughs> you don't want to be taxed because you're poor. Just don't be poor. Boom. <laughs> the man's not wrong. It's a solid logic. He's he's, he's not wrong, but yeah, the fact I mean, that some people are still going to be but, poor. Yeah. <laughs> it's got flaws, but he's right. I, like people will be like, "Oh, I live in a dangerous neighborhood. You can get shot." Well, if you don't want to get shot, move. Obviously, there's Sorry, some flaws have... and things get in the way, but you know. Sorry, I couldn't afford the uh, the ten round, uh, the fifteen round mag, so I didn't get the gun, and uh, now I'm dead. <laughs> right. So, Again, I, I, like I, I you were saying so earlier, they're not going to take our they're not going to take our weapons away, but they will start taxing shit to make it harder. Right. Uh, Grant so mentioned in, it earlier that ammo is hard to find, so that's one way that they can do it. Um, 
But I, ammo is just hard to find right now because what was there like a couple million new gun owners during COVID nineteen? Oh yeah, and so it's every a, and of course they're starting off with nine mils, so there's no fucking nine mil ammo. Hey, remember that thing I was talking about uh, offline? The uh, the BBS that uh, yeah, I found another place that that sells them. So hey, now I just gotta get a bunch <laughs> of ammo. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yes, you tax the welfare. <laughs> of course, they're gonna See, tax what they're giving you. They do it to us. They tax our pay, which is by the taxpayers that we pay. <laughs> that thirty gallon. So I, I say, gun. I say the poor. However, I, I, again, I think this is a middle lower class thing. I think even middle class families would be affected by this, especially in a time where people aren't working or may have lost their jobs, but they have weapons to keep their family safe. Now they've got to come up with, hey, I've got, uh, I've got four guns that have a higher capacity. Now I've got to come up with all this extra money. That I don't have, because every country in the world gave well, the rest of their people a lot of money to stay home for Corona, even though they're all blowing up right now, anyway. But well, I mean, so America, like we got twelve hundred. Well, you say <laughs> so. You say lower class, right? Poor people. Middle and lower I'm, class. I just googled it. Middle class is forty thousand to one hundred twenty-two thousand. Okay. It is so still difficult in this current economy it is still difficult for people with a single income of 40 to 50,000 to afford shit for a family right let's say family of 4 with a 45,000 uh household income with this current market it is still extremely difficult for them to afford shit so like the poverty <laughs> line is still is even increasing so anyone below 40,000 Almost astronomically impossible. Welcome, Good old God, Grant. Farva. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. You like that? <laughs> you look like a hobo. No, You're about I'm to like... go blow Leonard Skinner. Hey, this is a nice Tom Selleck, all right? And, uh, you know, we Movember happened. Shit, don't get me wrong. Uh, Movember happened the wife saw it, and she said I couldn't shave until she got that test right. So. <laughs> Don't don't get me wrong. It is bushy as shit. It is very Tom Selleck s. <laughs> fucking superb. Um, uh, Duncan's got Grant, like a fucking soliloquy here. See, attacks that oh. hits middle class, which is basically everyone and never benefits anyone below two hundred fifty thousand. You'll see a mandatory buyback after a magazine reduction. So, so I agree with. Oh, well, I was just going to say, yeah, they can do the mandatory buyback, but it's it's not going to happen unless they're going to imprison literally half the United States who then says, fuck yourself, I'm going to keep my guns. Um, <laughs> like, what are you, you going to do? Start no-knocking an entire neighborhood of fucking people? And then we're like, going to with our tyrannical government that requires... Yeah, you just said there's 450 <laughs> million guns. Right? Yeah, somewhere. Like Four thirty. That's, that's Four, like eighty uh, million gun owners, right? Eighty or hundred million of. I don't know the exact number of gun owners. Yeah. I know it's not one for one for sure. I know the number. My grandpa up. has. My grandpa has forty-five guns himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. coming for grandpa. Right, you just got him on a list. <laughs> oh, he's on the list. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> They've been watching him for a long time. 
<laughs> I, I have been seeing that the uh, police saying that they wouldn't enforce it, and then you have people like, uh, what is it, uh, Cuomo in New York saying that uh, that they're not real police and uh, they need to be fired because they're trying to help defend the Constitution. So that's pretty fucking crazy too. Well, and, right. and we've brought so it up in the past, right? <laughs> like, let's not hit the the two a horse over the head, but we've mentioned in the past. In order for them to take your weapons, right? They can do a buyback and they can fine you whatever it may be. It, that's going to be dead in the water. It, it's not going to fucking happen. And they, they're they going to know that beforehand if they happen to get it passed. But even then, let's say they do get it passed, they then have to get people to go collect the people who aren't a part of the buyback, who are like, fuck you from a cold, dead hand. Who are they going to get to do that? The police officers who live in those communities going to their neighbors. And then they're going to get the National Guard who lives in that community to go to their neighbors to then Article take 15. their Feel weapons. <laughs> so something they yeah, could You do know how like, many soldiers yeah. that, that would just be like, fucking Article 15. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not giving you my guns. I'm not going to go to my aunt's house and give you her guns. <laughs> so in the, in the event that the National Guard was brought in, what you would see is – and it would be a weird because National Guard's owned by the state, right? Um, but what you would see is, like, the New York National Guard would go to Pennsylvania, and they would do those clearing, and then Pennsylvania would go somewhere else, right? So they don't have the, makes sense. the conflicts of interest. It's, it's what they do in Afghanistan, right? The, the Kandax, their divisions or whatever. Uh, those soldiers aren't supposed to be from the regions they're operating in. So well, so even uh, if they switch the region, though, it's still the concept, right, of you're removing weapons from your own people and i would say a decent amount of service members have weapons themselves mm-hmm. i don't and think the military would back it no 100 percent not because that that fucking general and the sergeant major of the army or or fucking chief of staff he owns guns <laughs> yeah but i think i, I would place I mean, money on for it. a lot at a certain level it's not it's not service anymore they they're politicians right it's the politics of it they go from being a soldier to to like a a proxy politician um what the they can't do anything about the guns that are out right now or the magazines or any of that right they can't like you do a buyback mandatory or voluntary right if it's voluntary dudes are going to keep their guns are going to keep their guns that's vast majority you do a mandatory buyback most people are still going to keep their guns. And even if they're registered and then somebody calls me and says, hey, you have a weapon registered. Why didn't you turn it in? And they're like, oh, it was stolen or it was lost in a fishing. I lost it in a boat accident. Yeah, that's the number one excuse, right? So then, (laughs) And you can't go out and send police to 40 million, even like a small percentage of gun owners. The last stat I looked at, and it was old, it was 80 million gun owners, right? So say a tenth of that. You're going to send police to 8 million homes and search them for guns. (laughs) <laughs> what the the way gun control is going to happen is it's going to be in future purchasing registration background checks ammo is going to be a huge one ammo's already hard to find and it's super expensive yeah, it's ridiculous yeah trying to buy 556 <laughs> or 9 mil or 45 it's insane it's um, only going to be like hey you only get 22 long rifle and you can only use it for hunting well not hunting fucking squirrels like, yeah <laughs> That's like oh, that's and you can't be. have that's more than five rounds. If you want me to shoot anything hunting with the twenty-two, you better give me a thirty-round magazine because I'm gonna fucking need it. <laughs> and then I'm gonna decimate good, the right? whole body, accuracy. all the meat. Yeah, it's fucked. I, I lit up this 
fucking elk with 30 22 rounds. <laughs> the elk didn't even notice. Yeah. He flipped me <laughs> off and walked away. <laughs> he called me a bitch. Hey, Joe Biden wants you to get a shotgun, all right? Yeah, as long as it doesn't have 10 rounds, which I may or may not have bought a mag tube today to increase. I had bought a bunch of stuff for my shotgun. (laughs) I just said, damn the man today. And my my field shotgun is about to be TAC AF just to say, damn the man. (laughs) You're going to outlaw pistol grip shotguns or pistol grip rifles. Well, so even the shotgun thing, right? Like, I will give Joe Biden that he had a point. Right, like home defense shotguns are, are one of the better things to have for a home defense because they're less likely to travel through walls, which then endangers people in the house and shit like that. But when you, I've watched the interview and you listen to him speak, <laughs> you can immediately recognize a person who has very rarely in his life handled a weapon and know how it operates and has received zero training. Because even in his little speech where he talks about the shotgun, you're like. You don't know how shotguns work. <laughs> like that. Speaking of uh, um, uh, people not like showing that they never handled a firearm and going back to the high-ranking officers or high-ranking high members of the military. Oh, you're talking about that, that fucking like lieutenant colonel? General. He was lieutenant colonel, yeah. And, he's, oh, and like you could see this guy had never – I don't know. Maybe he didn't do marksmanship classes. Or what? But it was His weapons cards was always puzzled. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> always hand jammed. Somebody write lieutenant's weapons card. All right, he shot a twelve. <laughs> no, I remember watching that, and immediately upon watching, that, I was like, "That's not how you hold that." Thirty no, no. years in the army, and you never learned that. And then he's talking about it like this is a weapon of war, and I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> It's just the weapon you give us for war. There's better shit out there. <laughs> you, but you give us this piece of shit. Oh, the reporter that did the uh, he went shooting an AR, and he's like, this, oh, this concussion God. in the flash disoriented me, and I couldn't breathe through the muzzle smoke. <laughs> but have you seen the compilation videos? Like I've seen a few of those of like that dude talking about that, and then it switched to like a soldier holding two of them side by side and just fucking hit yeah. fire in them. Or there's like a five year old girl <laughs> shooting one, and she's like, "This is fun." Yep. Yeah, like, it's just it, it, it's a massive misinformation that goes out about weapons. That's why so many people are afraid of them. Um, it's a legacy family. Oh, Lieutenant General. Uh, that That's where I was getting mixed up. Not Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah. But it's just... on. I'm not even going to say the left, right? Because it's just... The, the anti-Second Amendment people, they, um, they're they just misinformed. And they're misinformed because they're the, the media, not just a specific media outlet, just the media period, which is funded by or have propagated by the people who are against weapons, they're misinformed. So then it's just like the, you know, the 30 round clip ghost gun video that we've all seen. That man has no business holding a weapon or briefing people on a weapon, right? (laughs) Like he has, he had no business standing in a conference explaining a weapon to him. Do ghost ghost guns exist? Yeah, ghost guns exist where they don't have serial numbers yet. Of course, they're just called illegally sold firearms. 
No, no, that's not accurate. They, they had a name. They pointed at one, and they were like, "This is the bang button or the the death button or some shit." I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, and it it was the um, it was the fucking. It was the magazine release, I think. Oh, <laughs> well, I saw one where they were talking about the fucking the the bolt ride, and uh, they were like, "This it like it does oh. something like super high tech fancy." Like they were like, "Like this is like it makes it more deadly." I'm like. No, yeah. no, that's, no, that's when you hit, so my fucking you hit the shit. Don't jam. <laughs> that's when you hit the forward assist, and the forward assist just kills everything in front of you. <laughs> Imagine somebody just thinks like the charging handle is like an old school red rider BB gun. The more you pull it back, the <laughs> no, it's like an airsoft gun. You have to charge the spring. <laughs> Racks it thirty times, goes to shoot. There's no bullets. <laughs> Why is there stuff coming out? It's just it, it's misinformation, and it's. That's that's honestly that's anything with any side of the political spectrum where they have an issue with the other side, right? And they're like, "Oh, you're wrong, and I'm right." It's misinformation that's going about it, right? When it comes to weapons and firearm removal, it's because the other side doesn't really understand firearms and doesn't understand how they work and what people use them for and the actual capacity of these weapons and the importance of it. And then there's um, other shit like um, you know, defund the police. What they actually mean when they say that, and not the whole statement itself. Just that sentence is very misleading, and it's not what they actually mean. Or in any other term, it's or you know, global warming. That it's misinformation, and people aren't doing the due diligence of doing their own research, which is just the pandemic of the world. I think. The, the police in yeah, a lot of areas yeah. have already assisted with defunding by just quitting their jobs and be like, all right, you don't want us to be cops. Well, like, <laughs> I guess you're not going to worry about your budget so much this year. They just quit. <laughs> well, like people were freaking out about defund the police because like, oh, they're trying to take the money from the way. No, they understand that police are important to keep the peace. Their point is, and I will agree with this, there has been a militarization of the police. Like I saw it during the riots, a fucking striker with a police on the side of it. They do not <laughs> need a striker. That's at four star gotta... GTA. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you don't need that. They don't need fucking I mean they don't need a lot of the weapons and like Yeah, we, we don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if that's a fucking option. Um I agree with the militarization of police though. Like they don't need Max Pro's Matt Beats shit like that and it's a bad image that's the worst part about it is it's a bad image and people see that and it's not the police anymore it's like a a local military now well yeah and like and SWAT is overused because so they want this that, funding that... right they want this funding so SWAT's overused so they send SWAT to shit that they don't fucking need SWAT for and that started in the 80s I think um, because basically they wanted more funding and so that's overused. But then what they're saying with the defund the police is demilitarize the police, but then increase their training. Like police should be trained more. Joe Rogan there, is a huge is advocate that. that all police should literally be blue belts in jujitsu, which I agree with. Because if you're more comfortable with getting your ass kicked and knowing how to handle yourself, you would probably be less likely to fucking panic. And we've all seen videos of this dude going ham on two officers. And for one, 
one of the officers is fat as shit. Hey. And then he's just <laughs> struggling with his fucking life to take this dude down. And you're like, oh, <sighs> yeah. Sounds like me after a two mile. Yeah. And then meanwhile, <laughs> I'm standing over here having taught that training and like two soldiers can do it. Like that's fun. With a week's long course of combatives level one. And what is the goal of combatives level one? Was the goal to get comfortable. So the goal of combatives level one is, we always joked and said it was to teach you how to lose a fight, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's shit the like first how step you to pass losing the a bar guard and stuff. Yeah. yeah so the goal of combatives level one, one. Um, is not for you to win the fight. It's for you to survive long enough for, and it's just obviously in a military aspect, right? In a combat yeah, zone. Right. But it's the goal is to survive long enough for your battle buddy to shoot the guy. That is that is level one. You're just supposed to and it's to remove the fear, to get punched in the face, to remove the fear, to be comfortable. Yeah, that that clinch scroll. You're gonna get punched right in the face by and like every person who's ever gone through the course, there's always one really large black instructor that just punches the fuck out of you every time. Mm -hmm. And only say that because I've taught that course a thousand times, and there's always one. <laughs> it fucking knocks the shit out of everyone. And it's fun. But that that's the point. And that's what I'm saying. Like people it's the same thing with the military. I've always thought that honestly, the amount of training that we do for the most part is less than what we should be doing. And I feel the same way with the police. Everyone kind of sees the military and like sees the police and they imagine in their head that these are the most badass motherfuckers in the world. When in reality, half these dudes, like, they, they train a lot, but they're not, like, training certain things. And then especially in the police. The Army probably trains way more than the police. So it's fun to get knocked out. <laughs> hey, man, I go to jujitsu every night and get my ass choked out, and I keep going. So, yeah. Are we, just, are we working <laughs> on even your brain slogans for you, Rhodes? Yeah. <laughs> Rhodes 2020, it's fun to get knocked the fuck out. But my, my point is that they do need better training. And I, with conflict resolution, uh, firearms, safety training, and then I, some situations they can't get to their taser and they can only get to their firearms. Some like we can't watch videos and say what they should have done. We just need to give them better training. And police Everybody officers say it all the time. They're like, we don't receive enough. They receive equipment, but they don't receive a lot of training on it. <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> Great. You said you had strong, strong feelings on this. Hit me, hit me with something. So uh, as far as like gun control goes, right. Um, and yeah. coming from the Midwest and a lot of my family is conservative. Most of them own guns. Uh, a couple of them have been military. Um, I don't, I'm not for like we need to have two forties and you know be running around machine guns. Yeah, you don't want to be able to uh, I think order there's... a tomahawk missile off of Amazon. Yeah, I feel like yeah, you should right? be able like... to though. But that's my own personal <laughs> choice. If I have to, if I have to fight a tyrannical government, I need weapons equal to at least equal to what they have. But that's yeah. that's just me. All right, Rico's gone hardcore so libertarian I, this election season. <laughs> so I could uh, I could be pushed more towards that being like a, a more acceptable thing. Um, but what I think goes along with it, and I do believe there does need to be some reform in gun control, but it needs to be 
it doesn't need to be limiting magazine capacity, right? Because you do a couple mag change drills and that, you know, sorry, I'm putting a two second break into this 30 round mag now. Um, but no, I think background checks, background checks is, is what needs to be changed. Right. Um, oh, I've, so I've only ever bought one gun from an actual like store and I was in the rest I've stolen. Uh, <laughs> no, the rest I've traded for. Right. So like the gun yeah, that I've bought printed and was registered to me isn't, I don't even have it anymore. Right. I traded it for two guns. Multiply. Um, but no background checks. Right. So like if you're trying to buy a fully automatic, like, a, like a, say a saw, right. You're trying to buy a saw. Um, I don't think that you should just be able to order it off a catalog, right? I think you should, there should be a background check for stuff like that, right? Check for history of mental illness, right? See history of convictions. If you have a bunch of gun convictions and like you just got out of jail and you're like, first thing I'm gonna go do is buy a gun. Like, bro, you've kind of demonstrated that you're not responsible with that thing. <laughs> and maybe you probably shouldn't fucking own one. Well, yeah, if, you, uh, if you have a felony, you shouldn't, which, and then, then we so, have to, you know, we have to reprise the, the meaning of a felony because a lot of non, yeah. a lot of victimless crimes are still categorized as a felony. Yeah. yeah like but I mean, like, so aggressive, violent crime felony. felonies. Yeah. Aggressive, yeah. violent crimes. Those people shouldn't own a firearm. You yeah. proved that like you, you are you not a capable right. adult of not being a prick. Yeah. Yeah. So you um, don't get, I, so I think the only, the only kind of, about See, now that evaluation based on what the background check says. So, are you saying like they do a background check and then they, because of what they find in the background check, they do a mental eval, or if they've had a mental eval that pops in the background check and then they no, I think a, he's talking about. So, a lot of people are talking about doing that in conjunction. Uh, you do a background check, but then you also have to do a mental evaluation before you start buying firearms. Okay. Um, and like, I don't know so for that. myself, I'm half and half on it because yeah. I think it sounds great, but then it depends on, of course, who the psychologist doing your evaluation is. Um, then that psychologist is then going to 100% be lobbyized and yeah. have people lobbying. Science. Yeah, it's going to oh, yeah. become a private. I buy a gun, but there's one psychologist and I got to wait eight months to get an appointment with this guy. Right. And so then that's an issue. And then also who it is and um, what exactly are they going to be looking for? Because guaranteed that would then rule out half of the military and veterans because of PTSD reasons. And do I think that's a reason to take away someone's firearms? No, we have hundreds of thousands of service members serving right now with diagnosed PTSD and they're still active duty. Like that doesn't mean that they're incapable of having a firearm. But then also, so it's also super. I feel like it would be super easy to then just lie your way through a fucking mental evaluation if you know you're fucking nuts. So just don't be crazy. Like, <laughs> if you're like I'm a crazy I, I'm person, I want this you. gun to shoot a bunch of people. I just won't mention that I'm a hateful Nazi. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Just wear long sleeves that day. Um, yeah, but disclaimer: like I'm not right? an actual hateful Nazi. I mean, he's got skinhead going. I know. Um, <laughs> so, what you said earlier, right? One percent of gun crime is related to AR-style weapons. Um, right. But and now we're using that one guy that would lie on his his mental eval. Because I do think if we made background checks more thorough, we would stop. It, more people would 
not be allowed to own firearms. Um, and it, it's, it'd be something to look into on what percentage of those people, like, and it, you can't really tell what percentage of those people would have actually committed a crime. Like what was their likelihood? And it's, it's something you can't, you can't read unless, you know, it actually happened. But as far as banning ARs and banning magazines that are bigger than 10 round clips and bang switches and shit, like you're trying to go after 1% of gun crime. And the reason right. that they're trying to go after it is because of that shock value, right? Like how many people die in Chicago every weekend from pistols, so from handguns? handguns. And Chicago uh, well, has one of the, <laughs> Chicago has one of the strictest handgun laws in the yes. country. Um, and so obviously the law's not working, but at the same time, it's like having a pissing section in the swimming pool, right? So they can just drive across the border or to a different county and buy a handgun, right? So mm-hmm. it's something that should probably be like statewide. Uh, Colorado's the same way, right? Colorado so is in... Uh, Chicago generally has carry. 10 to 15 uh, gun-related deaths per day. Oh, so per it's gone day. down. And when, yeah. on its holiday, 479 like total plus. violent crimes per day. On the holidays, there's like 50 plus. Like 4th yeah. of July, it's like the Wild West, right? Um, but nobody pays attention to that shit. Because it's not all recorded. It's not on video. And the victims are usually low income, right? And they're not, uh, it's not white people. And people look at that and they're like, oh, whatever. It's just other people dying. It's, it's poor people killing each other. But it's when it, and that's like the norm nowadays. And nobody fucking, nobody bats an eye at it. But if you have, you know, Johnny Crazy Pants who goes out and buys an AR and he's got a bunch of 30 round mags and he goes and he shoots up a mall and kills a bunch of white kids or middle-class people, you know, but, and his kill count for one guy is higher, right? So one guy kills 30 people, right? A, it's not the norm for the victims. And then B, there's a big number on it and C, there's usually video of it, right? And then you got news helicopters and everything flying around and it's broadcast for a week straight. And everybody yeah, it's knows the, the guy's It's the name. event size that draws people to be up in arms about this. Because someone it's goes and shoots up value. a school or a yeah. or a church, but they don't pay attention to the fact that ten people have died today in Chicago. Just one yeah. city. That's just no the shock value. <laughs> yeah. So that one percent that gets I feel like we're making more of an argument other... to take away guns, but just this little snippet right here. No, the other ninety nine percent of gun violence, right? But we're tra- they're trying to target this this one percent that all yeah, the so they're they're trying to target legal sense. gun owners and not illegal gun owners because yeah, gun these people committing gun crimes in Chicago and other large cities they're probably not legal gun owners no, they probably exactly. had a straw purchase at some sort of fucking some girl in their neighborhood go to a a gun convention right buy a couple handguns and then bring about it happens all the time it's called straw purchases if you've never heard that fucking word look into it and it's 100% legal <laughs> we had a guy yes out of the platoon in pale horse and he went to uh benning mm. he was at medical reclass and his first like month there that he moved into his house everybody told him to live farther out than exit 10 well he, li- he moved into like exit two and uh but he heard got broken all the gunshots all of his guns got so they got stolen. Geez. All of his guns got stolen. Yep. Don't Everything. doubt it. Like a majority yeah, of those 
of people that do it are criminals and they don't have legal guns. So I, I, I do agree with you. Like they're putting limits on legal gun owners who aren't committing the crimes and it's the illegal gun owners. But then, so then people would say that that brings more of a reason to have an ATF, right? To be able to shut down those illegal gun sales. Rico just shivered. But the ATF hasn't done that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But see, that's the Ooh. thing. Like the, the, the concept of the ATF, here. the concept of the ATF is great with that logic. That's not how the government uses the ATF <laughs> because they don't want to limit gun illegal gun. They want to limit legal gun sales. <laughs> yeah. And they're constantly new taxes and changing criteria for what is this and what is that. What SB? Oh, oh God! It just happened the last couple of days. Uh, you, basically, totally these, unrelated. Sure, why not? I lost my. Th- What's that? <laughs> oh, I was like, are those empties? <laughs> No, they're I'm about not. To us back to the states. So, oh my! Someone went to, <laughs> you got someone went to the yeah. fucking Are you party. <laughs> ah, that's all coming back home with me. That's well, also that, why I'm not on my super cool camera. That is what we call a secret handshake with the moving company with money in between. <laughs> that's what that's no, going to happen. That is what's called and market at Christmas import taxes. Hell, hell yeah! But uh, so. Fuck, I also had a train of thought. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Everybody's just got beer on the brain now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Now I'm dr- I'm contact drunk. Um <laughs> This is the most drunk I've been in weeks. So you how, were talking how, about how long ago did I start this vacation? No, uh, no, oh, no, I not the short barrels. Uh, the the stocks uh, that people have been putting on like Oh yeah, the pistol stocks. Yeah, the, uh, having adjustable SB... stocks or pistol grips. Right. So the SB 13 is the only one that had the government, the ATF steal approval. There's been variants of it that they've released. There's documents going back and forth where it's not been an issue. And is that the one with like the they, reclassification of what a rifle and what a what a what a pistol is? Yeah. Well, it, yeah, kind of. Is that kind of because I know that so, was becoming an issue, like people saying that you know now now you put a pistol grip or you take the the stock off a rifle and now it's a pistol. And then, you know, if you take a pistol and then put a long stock on it, that's no longer a pistol. That is now rifle. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just it's super convoluted. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to get two. <laughs> yeah. I kind of really want I one. I don't like the idea of it just because, I mean, it looks like an AR, but it's, it's the Glock conversion kits. Oh, those look so dope. You, I, I like think those the are now banned like, again too. Fucking... The conversion kits are, uh, the Kedon kit and the uh, Micro-Roni, they're, uh, they're, they're up for debate with the ATF right now. Did you buy a bump stock while it, before the ban? No. Because no, I was no, in fucking I, didn't ha- I don't have a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing, right? Um, one thing that I really love when people uh, are pro-Trumpers and they hate Biden is they bring up the gun conversation that Biden's going to try to limit our weapons. And then they go, President Trump has been one of the greatest Second Amendment defenders presidents ever. And I'm like, oh, so we're just going to ignore the bump stock ban. That's fine. That's cool. I, we're just good. Did he know. do anything for gun rights? Not a single fucking thing. So <laughs> Which like, is the only thing that changed <laughs> he limited. the presidency was bump stock. Just, yeah. 
So and oh, he I'm did okay a few more uh, bannings and like limitations, but he didn't give him anything. He just went out. <laughs> but just when he goes on stage, solid. when he goes on stage, because that's all they're fucking listening to, and it's the same thing with mm-hmm. Biden supporters. That's all they're fucking listening to is on stage. They don't go online yeah, and research like Rico Adam. has been, and he, they don't go online and research Kamala Harris's fucking past and Joe Biden's voting record, right? They don't do that shit. They just Probably. listen. So when, so when President Trump goes on stage and he goes, I won't take your weapons. I won't let him take your weapons. We're all going to have all the guns. Meantime, he's like, look at this hand. And he's over here signing a bill to take shit away. <laughs> because he's a Democrat. <laughs> Which is I mean, no problem is being a Democrat. Statistically there that all the Democrats. Democrat run states are doing fucking horribly when it comes to fucking guns and shit like that. So I'm, I'm, I'd well, rather yeah, lose really. one bump stock than take away my potential to be able to defend my family or have to pay more. Cause I'll make a lot of money. Do you think I want to pay for every fucking magazine that I have or pay an extra fucking tax? Hell no. <laughs> no. Well, it's just Sorry, like ammo, man. You got to try it. Try, go try to buy ammo right now, Rhodes. Well, no. So it's, nine it's mil is impossible. And I think yeah. that's mostly just because of COVID. Like, the government's obviously not limiting yeah. it. They can't limit it. But I think it's just because of COVID, because they've had, I said it earlier, right before you jumped on, there was like 8 million new gun owners th- during the span of COVID this year. Yeah, my mom bought a gun. Yeah, a, a lot <laughs> of people did. A shit ton of people did because all the riots freaked people out. And they were like, "We, I need to buy a gun. I need to feel safe. Well, for one, you should probably look into training with that gun, but that's fine. Just buy a gun with that. That's cool. Um, <laughs> now they're going to buy a gun. Apart. They're going to put it up in their closet, and they're never going to fucking use it. They're going to pull it out when they're drunk with their friends, and they're going to shoot each other in the foot. And that's exactly <laughs> what's going to fucking happen. Hell yeah. That's, that's how you learn gun control. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be a Burt Kreischer because I love the man. He's a fantastic stand-up comedian. But if what he says in his specials is true, that man should not own a firearm. <laughs> Uh, I think I remember. Was he talking about a shotgun or was it an actual uh, handgun? No, no, no. He has a shotgun, but he has a pistol. And he was talking about in his special how literally he, he loves to just go home, get a glass of whiskey, and then walk around the house with his gun. And, like, that's his favorite thing. You don't do that? Yeah, and he's like, it's not loaded. One he's glass, like, I've never loaded right. it because I never bought ammo for it. He's like, I never loaded it, and I've never <laughs> shot it. He's like, but I just walk around with it. And he's like, and it's really, he's like, it really sucks when your flashlight is attached to your gun. So when the power goes out, he's walking around his house with his fucking gun tack light on his gun. And like, he's like, I almost shot the dog. Like, in his special, he talks about the whole thing about how he should not be allowed to own a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's. That really sounds like the guy that, that bought a gun just to, I don't know, feel like his two-inch dick does something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and there's real reasons to have firearms and to have different kinds of firearms. Um, it Three reasons. I'm, Protect your family. Potential of hunting. And tyrannical governments. Go. That's three reasons right there. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. I've trained in many years to be mediocre at fighting. But if someone breaks in my house, I don't want to grapple with them because I will probably get my ass kicked. I feel way more comfortable <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I've trained countless hours with a, a weapon to be proficient at it. 
Like that that's why we do that. What do you shoot on the claw range? Uh with an M4? Generally thirty eight to forty. Depends. Really? Pistol claw, I max, yeah. Okay. I'm actually right. better with the then pistol than you, I am with, with than I am with the rifle. Have you shot the new SIG that the, the army has? I have not. I have not. not I work in a hospital. You think they're gonna fucking hand that to me? It's like your guys' <laughs> go-to weapon. So the new yeah, SIG the, the pistol army is, has, but not um, the new pistol. They give it to SFAB first. <laughs> we have them. They actually already like they swapped them out one for Bullshit. one. It was kind of funny because we got nothing but left-handed holsters, but um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, the I really like the new SIG. I had a SIG. The the one guy that I bought that that I registered oh, for the first SIG, one. and I I hated it. Well, we're I hated it. You're but, right, uh, which is why I'm saying that uh, vets, first responders should be not included on that shit because people should have people that are prepared that have gone through training in order to be ready for if the uh, tyrannical government takes over. Bam. <laughs> no, I would really love to shoot the how, new thing. How but, is, uh, hold on. Rico, I disagree. You disagree? You don't think people that is are that properly trained saying? with weapons should be able to? No, I absolutely do think they should be able to, but I don't think that. Okay. Just because you didn't serve means you don't have the right to be a part of that well-regulated militia. So I you're ab- you're absolutely correct there. So I think there should I, be an exception like you go through a certain amount of training. And personally, yeah, I think that, – That's what I'm trying course. to imply. Yeah. Hunter safety Personally, course. I, I think I like six. that it, you should be required to go through training before you buy a gun, period. But Which, which can get tricky and hazardous with the government, yeah. Because they'll rack it up and then people can't. Yes. Yeah. They should make it affordable. Like it should really, it should, it shouldn't be a limitation. It just should be an add to. So if they could do it in a way to where they're basically just like, Hey, we have no problem with you owning a gun. We just want you to be trained with it. So you have to go to a course. Like if you buy a gun or you have to go to a course and they provide you a weapon, you learn how to shoot it. You have to pass a qualification and then you can put it together. Yeah, like you have a thing on your driver's license that says you like you're you're an organ donor and you're gonna have a weapon. So the reason like you have it, and, and then people will be get all pissed off about that, but you have a license that says you can fucking drive a car. You're <laughs> like you won't so be upset quick, that you have a license that says you can own a weapon, like a the car. Why will that be pissed work. about that? Well, yeah, because but because no one's pissed off about the driver's hold license. Hold on. The reason why that doesn't work with the training ahead of time is I got this. I'm taking this from the Joe Rogan show or Koyan Noir is probably the same episode. Take the story they were one, talking right. about. They were talking about how a woman in New Jersey needed a weapon to uh, protect herself from a uh, boyfriend, ex-boyfriend that she thought was going to kill her. Yeah, She had to wait 30 days, minimum of 30 days. And in that 30 days, she was killed by that dude that she needed to protect herself from. So yeah. at the and, same I, and time, I've heard a few of those stories. Yes, at, right. You've hear those, right? At the same time, those are probably a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of actual gun purchases. It's just like people right. saying abortion should be legal. What about women that are are raped or incest? Right? Tiny, tiny part of actual abortions. Right? People that are about to be killed and need to buy a gun. Tiny part of actual gun buys. 
So yeah. I, I think you're, you're probably I understand not wrong. the argument. I just don't think it's a big, it's a, it's a uh, very powerful one. And it is tragic what happened, what happened to those people that, that don't get it because of those restrictions. Um, I, I don't have the answer on how to go around it. But I think if we're going to argue there, against those, we just have to have a better argument. Yeah, there's really no way to, okay. to get around it because it's either make it to where people can just buy a gun that same day, um, which can happen even with a background check because, I fuck, I did it. I, I, I can't. I, I, can't I went to a gun shop every in time. Texas. I went to go buy my gun. They ran it through literally in an hour, and they came back and said, hey, you passed your background check. Here's your fucking handgun. Well, yeah, and, so and every weapon that I bought in Texas, quicker. I've had to wait two weeks for my background check in Texas. For really? every gun I bought while I've been in Texas, it's been fucking crazy. In Texas? <laughs> what? Yes. Where in Texas? Where in Texas? Uh, I'm in, I'm in uh, El Paso, Bliss. So they send it up to the FBI really? fucking query system, and they're like, hey, normally this comes back in uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I'm there for like an hour, and they're like, "Well, guess it doesn't. It's not coming out today." And I keep calling. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ask for your birth certificate too? They're like, no, nah, this guy came from all <laughs> Are you gang affiliated? <laughs> yes, largest gang in the world. I need to see if there's tattoos. All right. <laughs> but I mean, like, so you can either let people buy them on the same day, and then it's just completely unregulated. You have a whole bunch of people that shouldn't be allowed or you there needs to be some limitations right it's just like we can't let same theory vehicles are very dangerous things to operate we can't just let everyone <laughs> fucking have one and drive one without knowing how to do it and some people like myself growing up in the country or just doing things with your dad like you learn at a younger age than the normal age so like you know how to drive younger but then other people don't learn until they're well older because there was no need to drive wherever they lived, right? How many soldiers yeah, do we driver. get that are 19 and don't have a fucking driver's license because they live in New York? I had to train dudes that the first vehicle they ever got into was a fucking 52,000-pound striker. Right? <laughs> and they we be going down the road, and it curves to the left, and the guy just drives right off the road. I'm like, what are you doing? Hell yeah. Like, oh, Every time. Like, have you ever driven anything? He's like, no, I grew up in New York City. I rode the subway and the bus. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, like the first time that I'm teaching how to drive a vehicle should not be in a 60,000 pound vehicle through a camera because it's nighttime and you're having to drive by a fucking Game Boy pad. <laughs> like train that a little bit. That's yeah. what we need to do. Army training. First day of driver's ed is you get the steering wheel and the gas pedals and they put on Grand Theft Auto and you got to not hit a car. <laughs> right? But So they go through training. The military does it too. They don't just hand you a weapon in basic training and go, go shoot shit. They teach you every component of the weapon, then take you to the range and you do dry fire drills out the fucking ass and then they finally give you the ammo and you shoot. Like... And, and granted, they're training us that? to be soldiers and be at a higher proficiency level than your average civilian. But at the minimum, go to a range. Learn how to take it apart. Learn how to put it together. Learn how to fix a malfunction without pointing the barrel at your fucking face. Teach people to keep their fucking booger picker off the bang switch. Like, simple I mean, that, that's not always going to work, though. 
I, I definitely know at yeah. least one current uh, somebody who's a, a rank higher than me that still NDs out in the field. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> yes, it happens all the time. I love that reference, by the way. But oh, it yeah, happened. We it happened there. Yeah, yeah, we can't. Names. Shoot it, yeah. shoot it in a message. <laughs> <laughs> I got to know. I'm the marksmanship master trainer now. All right. I got to know. Uh, oh, speaking yeah, of cool. basic training, I am going to uh, to Fort Jackson for the next three years to be. What? Cadre, are you drill or are you going cadre? Cadre. Probably going to be marksmanship trainer. Nice. Very nice. I thought the drills were just the marksmanship guys. Uh, I don't know how they run it at, yeah. at Jackson. I went to betting. So no, I was at Jackson, and my drills were teaching us. Oh, no, I don't know. Jackson, Jackson. When I was there, they had specific uh, dudes for that. Oh, you did had they? The drill sergeants, then you had the uh, the yeah. master marksmans. They might have changed it because yeah, I went what two years before you. Yeah, year and a half. Oh, no, I went in 2012. I'm old. Also, I have a terrible memory, and that was nine <laughs> years ago. So. I could very well be wrong, and they did have people there, and I just wasn't paying attention because 19-year-old me was just scared shitless, and I'm just following people around. <laughs> Bro, is that, I got PTSD from basic. <laughs> no, it was too easy was the problem. I got lazier. <laughs> oh, did you see the uh, – you guys follow Angry Cops? Yes. On Facebook? Did you see his yeah. video about the new uh, first 100 yards? Yeah, yeah he got fired up. <laughs> Did you hear the question though? The sergeant major asked that the trainee. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah so how, uh... you think it's hard? And he's like, no, I thought it was going to be harder. Like, oh! <laughs> the balls of steel on this yeah. private. <laughs> that kid he probably thought that was a really solid answer that. too. Well, the, the, that kid, he, yeah, he's he just knew. trying to be a badass. Like, this is easy. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. No, I thought he was being completely honest. But he's too new to know exactly who the fuck he was talking to. He got and he doesn't have the fear that. yet. It's it. it. That's his first day. It's his first two hours of the fucking basic training. So he doesn't know that he's talking to the sergeant major of the army. Yeah, who's this guy with all these all these things on his chest? I don't know. Yeah, like who's this important dude? So he doesn't know who he's talking to. And I guarantee either one of two things happened. Either his drills, the drill that was sitting next to him was like, I'm going to fuck this dude up later. Or the he was like, this dude's getting the crispiest of high fives. <laughs> I, I think it was a crispy high five. That was <laughs> the, no drill that sergeant. That was with them was like drill sergeant a year. Yeah. They, no drill sergeant <laughs> likes what they're doing there. Like, that makes sense. They would have, they would have given him the drill sergeant of the year for that. So that, that dude knows what to say. <laughs> am, I, am I allowed to smoke on stream? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, we're we're not so we're about to close up, but yeah, sure, fuck oh, yeah. Me, well, no, no, yeah, I'll wait. We're about to close it up, but they, so that's the biggest thing with the Biden administration is uh, is guns, of course. The defund the police is a big one, and then you know fracking and the conservation. I think those are the biggest things, and honestly, right now those are kind of some of the biggest things that need to be tackled. Um, better training for police. Because with all of the, the racial violence and the protests that are going on, that is obviously a major thing that needs to get taken care of. Um, obviously, I've never experienced it. I don't know anything about it. But the amount of uh, friends I have that are minorities that have talked about literally just living with a fear that they could die 
by police officers, whether it's granted or not, they were raised by their parents telling them to have this legit fear of that. And that's not right. Like something obviously needs to happen. Like there's a, a point of truth. Like it, I don't know the reality of it. It could be, just be a fraction, but that's still a fraction of truth to it. So obviously something needs to happen there. We obviously need to look into greater environmental actions, right? Don't just think that global warming is incorrect. Yes, some of the science has been incorrect and they've changed it through the years, but that's literally the point of science. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe global warming is a hoax, but what's the problem with having clean air and clean water? You know, Flint, Michigan. We're, we're too accustomed to it. <laughs> <laughs> taking all the germs away, damn it. I'm taking right, the so next germs week... away. Or next the week, since we were we were very serious uh, this this episode. Next week we'll talk about the lack of Xboxes, PS5s, Nvidia cards, <laughs> AMD cards, Yeezys. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. go very superficial next week. Yeah, Enrico will <laughs> twerk for Bitcoin miners. <laughs> Damn, yeah, Nvidia selling. Just saying. Yeah, yeah I think we're gonna have far <laughs> less uh, Black Friday trample videos this next week. Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, so everywhere did did Black Friday throughout the whole week. They just did Black Friday the whole week rather than just on a day. So on like Monday, they started Black Friday sales. (laughs) So that way people weren't going because of COVID. So they didn't want any like super reactive fucking events going on. So they just had it all week. But people still showed up. The the fucking PX here on post, they had a line outside of the PX. Thursday night, ready for Black Friday sales. I'm like, for one, what are you trying to give the PX? For twosies, the fucking PX. Like, I you know can show up at noon the next day and still get the same nice. sale. <laughs> the El Paso goddamn PX had a CZ Scorpion there. Of course, I'm not over here. <laughs> that shit was gone in like a matter of seconds. <laughs> I forgot they sell guns at the PX. Holy shit. Well, and now yeah. with Walmart not selling... <laughs> Almost fucking anything for military members. The PX about is about the only place you can there's go. Your, there's your straw buy. There's your there's your soldiers with their hustles. Look, man, you can't buy a gun at Walmart. I got you. Oh, dude, there's some dumb private thing <laughs> to our podcast for some odd reason a month from now going. Oh shit! Why did I think of that? <laughs> yeah, I found a hookup on Paul Radio. Don't do that, kid. Selling Glocks, bad. So. <laughs> well, there you go. The double cheeseburger oh. of handguns. <laughs> oh. Well, I think I think we we've covered a lot. We actually got pretty in depth with a lot of stuff, and I like it. Um, yeah, I, I went on two rants. Vecnov, I don't know who the fuck you are, but uh, thank you for jumping in. Um, yeah, in your like your grateful subscribe. insights to whatever you were talking about. Um, thanks for getting our Twitch numbers up. Yeah, th- of one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you guys were on it. Twitch too. I could, I could, I could dual stream. Oh yeah, we're on Twitch, hey, YouTube, and Facebook. Yeah, uh, we do all three lives, so we're we're on three right. things right now. Yeah, but we appreciate you guys. Post, um, post the links in chat so people can follow. True. In all three chats. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Do I, don't know my, I don't know my own links to shit. <laughs> You just go to the pages and get the links. I would They're do it, mine. but I'll post I'm literally using 
I'm using a tablet as my damn capture right now. I'm using my cell phone as lighting. See, look, I no longer have. <laughs> you literally had a, a white video playing on his phone. Yeah, a white video light, on YouTube. And it's better than mine. <laughs> it's just I a three my, hour uh... long white video. It, it's That's... so upsetting. <laughs> and it's all hung up by bootstraps. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that sweet that, that I had with, with my, my one time I jumped on here is gone now. It's all taken apart. That was depressing. That, that's a horrible feeling. I've, I've been there and I feel for mm-hmm. you. Because when I had to take apart my rig and then put everything back together, it was a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> now I'm just hoping the movies don't steal anything. One of my buddies had his Ooh. Xbox stolen when he got to the States and his account logged in and pulled. His, oh, <laughs> man. That's all my stuff. <laughs> By the way, you can ship that. A printer? Ship what? Oh, is it a dummy oh, round? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Don't need any paperwork. Just set, tell them it's a duck. Goddamn yeah. mortars. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have known that, I would have precariously had one listen. disappear. <laughs> well, yeah, you told me yeah, anything like military training related. Yeah, if you tell them anything's military training related, it's fine. Like, the, the customs lady comes over to my house. And she sees two MES chests, and she's like, What's in that? Is there any fluids in there? I was like, military no. fluids. And she's like, okay, and just signs it. <laughs> yeah, there's just a shit ton of morphine. Uh, no. <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> You're asking too many questions. But uh, thank you to Grant for jumping in. We love it when you thank jump you. into the podcast uh, since Firth. Uh, couldn't be here. He says he's got no internet in Germany for some reason. But you're yeah. in Germany, so that's, uh, that's a confusing story. Is he in the? He's not in the barracks, is he? He's not. No. no. We don't uh, know why he's not on been... today, but he had some issues. So uh, Firth wasn't with us today. But yeah. I'm just Grant giving him picked shit. up the slack, which we appreciate. <laughs> and I wish Firth anytime, anytime <laughs> that you want to jump on, uh, feel free. Let us know, and I will shoot you the link. And you're more than welcome. To be our guest, I appreciate you and your your stash of brilliance. Thank God for wearing a mask because I'm I'm not shaving this. So far out of regs. You're not going to trim it. You're just like, ah, fuck it. Nope. Mm. (laughs) So out of regs. Just that point. Hey, definitely. uh, It's Arm McCready. Can you remove your mask? That's unsafe, first Arm. I can't. That's against your right, regulation. I can't do that. Oh, All right, ladies and like gentlemen, thank you <laughs> for watching us. Thank you for viewing us. Thank you for loving us. We love you guys. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. If you're interested, you can follow Mr. Grant McCready. Where? Nowhere. Well, oh, I, Irish Gaming? I haven't streamed since I got back from Georgia. And it's all taken apart now. So maybe well, in the future. You can watch his old videos. Or subscribe hear now for um, later. <laughs> yeah, subscribe now for yeah. later. He's he's a great gamer. He's very entertaining. Um, he, Not I'm decently good, and he makes me feel like a fucking simp when I play with him. Uh, <laughs> he carries the team hard. <laughs> I used to be. I used to play in MLG tournaments. All right, I'll say that. He, he's very good. Hey, but uh, you, you wait. Oh. I I just bought a 165 hertz monitor. It's gonna get real. 
Because <laughs> Rico's a guy <laughs> like, if my equipment is better, I will be better. <laughs> Rico's yeah, like, if I can see has the like freckles on the anime. Yeah, if I can see into their pores, it's getting there. Plants versus zombies. <laughs> How did you know? To play Among Us. <laughs> Fucking Animal Crossing. <laughs> Rico's like, hey, if man, I can't play see their pores in COD, then it's not worth it. I have to see into their soul. <laughs> yeah, I got oh, the new Call of Duty trash, by the way. <laughs> oh, 100%. It's, uh, it's just the old Call of Duty in the 1960s. <laughs> so it's... Jeez. But thank you. Right. Like, share, subscribe. We love you guys. We'll see you next weekend. Um, actually, yeah, next weekend we'll probably be on that Sunday because my daughter's birthday is on that Friday or that Saturday, actually. Sunday so, actually works for me. That's good. Yep. Yeah. So we'll be on that Sunday, probably the 6th. We love you guys. Thank you. Peace. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba.